Welcome to Let's Review RN. My name is Bryn O'Donnell, and I'm a certified adult and geriatric nurse practitioner. I work as a cardiology APN and function as a visiting professor and clinical instructor for a BSN program. This is an independent production by myself, and I am not representing any educational institution. My goal is to deliver a condensed but robust review on topics primarily discussed in Adult Health 1 and 2 and some pieces of pharmacology of a bachelor degree nursing program. Over the years, I've learned that students have an immense amount of confusion and questions when they leave didactic, which makes applying what they are learning nearly impossible to the clinical setting. I want to break down the basics so that you can continue to build upon your knowledge and put the pieces together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Review RN. The last few weeks, we have been reviewing the anatomy and function of the kidneys, as well as acute kidney injury, which can be brought on by pre-renal, intrarenal, or post-renal causes. In medicine, we use the term acute often, and it's important to understand that this references something that is short in duration, and most often, it is in combination with recent onset. That being said, Acute kidney injury, or sometimes referred to as acute renal failure, is a sudden episode of kidney failure or kidney damage where the kidneys have decreased renal function manifested by an increase in serum creatinine level and BUN. This is also termed azotemia. Azotemia can occur with or without reduced urine output depending on where the injury is occurring. The spectrum of injury ranges from mild to severe, sometimes requiring renal replacement therapy, also known as dialysis. Acute kidney injury can often happen within a few hours or a few days brought on by several sources of causes that we'll talk more about in a minute. So we have our right and our left kidneys, which are supplied oxygenated blood via the renal arteries, which further branch off to the afferent arterioles to supply oxygenated, unfiltered blood to the functional portion of the kidneys, which are the nephrons. The nephrons carry out filtration, reabsorption, and secretion to maintain homeostasis. Acute kidney injury results in the kidneys not being able to filter efficiently or effectively, which causes this buildup of waste products in your body, such as ammonia, BUN, and creatinine, which are byproducts of muscle and protein breakdown. In addition, it causes fluid retention and electrolyte imbalance. Acute kidney injury can then also lead to detrimental effects of other organs such as the brain, heart, and lungs. It's important to understand that acute kidney injury can be reversible if the cause of the injury is treated in a timely manner. If the cause of the acute kidney injury remains untreated, this can lead to chronic renal failure. The causes of acute kidney injury can be divided into three categories. Pre-renal, um, mainly caused by a decreased renal perfusion, often from volume depletion, or we did talk about cardiorenal syndrome in a specific podcast. Intrinsic renal or intrarenal causes are typically caused by a process that occurs in the kidney. So some form of obstruction, we did talk about acute tubular necrosis, which is ATN last week. And this week, we're going to talk about post-renal, which is typically caused by inadequate drainage of urine or some sort of blockage that's distal to the kidneys. In patients who already have underlying chronic kidney disease, 
any of these factors, but especially volume depletion, may cause acute kidney injury in addition to the chronic impairment that they already have. Today, our focus will be to discuss post-renal acute kidney injury. Post-renal acute kidney injury can also be referred to as post-obstructive acute kidney injury, and that will make complete sense as we talk about the causes. Obstruction can occur really at any point in the urinary tract. So this could be obstruction in the renal pelvis, the ureters, bladder, or urethra. Obstruction in the ureters is caused typically by renal stones. When renal stones become large enough to cause obstruction or significantly prevent that forward flow of urine, the ureters can become dilated proximal to that obstruction, causing fluid to back up around the kidneys, which is called hydronephrosis. Other causes of post-renal acute kidney injury um, that lead to obstruction in the urinary tract can be from prostate enlargement, known as benign prostatic hyperplasia, or even an enlarged prostate gland can both put pressure on the urethra, which compresses that urethra and diminishes the amount of urine that can be eliminated, causing backwards congestion. This can also happen with prostate cancer, cervical cancer, and even bladder cancer in which the tumor itself causes the obstruction to the urinary tract. Lower urinary tract infection is slightly controversial, but if left untreated, the infection can travel back to the bladder, the ureters, and furthermore, into the kidneys themselves, leading to intrarenal acute kidney injury due to infection. Conditions in which the bladder does not empty properly, such as nervous system disorders like stroke, multiple sclerosis, spinal cord injury, or even Parkinson's can lead to post-renal acute kidney injury. Lastly, blood clots in the urethra, bladder, or ureters can cause obstruction as well. As post-renal acute kidney injury progresses and there is continuous fluid back up to the kidneys and specifically backward pressure at the nephrons, this can cause interrenal acute kidney injury as well, resulting in increased levels of BUN and creatinine. Diagnosing post-renal causes of acute kidney injury includes taking a look at a urinalysis, of course, to look for a urinary tract infection, but other diagnostic studies that can be helpful in identifying obstruction would be a bladder scan to look for urine retention. If the patient has a Foley catheter, we'll want to make sure that the catheter is able to drain appropriately and it's not kinked, as well as a CT, KUB, or renal tract ultrasound can also be obtained and helpful. As with all acute kidney injury causes, when we talk about management, we focus on treating the underlying cause. For post-renal treatment, we want to treat infection with antibiotics if that is the cause. If it's renal stones, we want to control the patient's pain with analgesics and remove the stone with interventions like lithotripsy. If it's obstruction or kinked catheter um, where the urine cannot drain, we want to make sure that we flush the catheter and position it so that it can drain appropriately. If the obstruction is from an enlarged prostate or tumor from cancer, then we would want to make sure that the appropriate specialist becomes involved in the treatment plan. If the acute kidney injury is unresponsive to treatment, then dialysis may be required to appropriately filter the blood. Thank you all for listening. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode on post-renal acute kidney injury. And you can always find me at Let's Review RN on Instagram and Facebook. 
And if you really enjoyed this episode and you have time, a Apple podcast uh, review would be awesome. It's always appreciated. And I love hearing from you guys. Until next week. This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.